celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. 866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. We're all here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani is back, although wearing a brace, and we'll find out more about that in just a second. Animal communicator Joey Turner, communicating with your animals, and pet travel expert Susan Sims. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And uh, Stacy, working hard on news. What, what are you working on? Well, it looks like condo owners in Florida are soon going to have to register their dog for their DNA. Oh, yeah. And the reason why? To find out whose poop it really is on your neighbor's <laughs> lawn. Gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It cost them $200. I'll tell you all about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. Yeah, I've heard about this all, all week long. one 405 We're teeing up those phones uh, right now for you. Joy Turner is here. Now, Joy, are there animals, any animals that refuse to talk to you? You know, I have only had animals that politely refused, for instance, if their humans didn't believe that this kind of thing actually was. They would say they couldn't because of that. But I haven't had any that just flat said, no, I'm not going to. Well, actually, I have a, (laughs) I probably shouldn't say this on air, but I have a neighbor Uh that um, I went to talk to his dog, and he said he couldn't talk to me because his dad didn't really like me. Oh. Okay. Okay. So some but. isolated incidents. Some wow. Everyone's squealing on everyone today. Dogs, the people. Yeah. The the ladies are squealing on last week's show when Joey wasn't here. So uh, hopefully I'll make it out. If I'm not here next week, uh, someone call the police or something like that. Also today we have a young lady coming on who uh, she's a like a horse lover and she's very concerned at the American Humane's little uh, disclaimer that say no animals were harmed. She believes there are some movies where animals were harmed, yet American Humane gave their accreditation without animals not being hurt. So we'll find out more about that. Did anyone understand that? I'd like to hear that because I'll tell you, when we were on the set of, of Groomer Has It, yeah. um, they were um, all over it, um, making sure that the pets were um, were treated um, real, real well um, with, with fans and making sure that they weren't hot and they had enough water and they were walked. I mean, they really did an excellent job. They did. And they get paid for that, too, from the, uh, oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. They do get paid for that. So we'll find out uh, how ethical that is on the way. What kind of tip you got for us today? You know, we're going to talk about how to have the best smelling dog in the summer, and you could still walk walk them without getting any flies or mosquitoes attracted to them at all. So it's a good, it's a good scent that repels flies and mosquitoes, and it's natural. Hmm. Can we use it on ourselves? <laughs> Because I have I did. flies I did. all over me. I all did last time. night. Okay, I did last night. Okay, we're going to go to the phones next. one 405 It's toll-free. We're from our new studios in Morro Bay, California, and we're looking out at the ocean right Isn't now. Isn't that amazing? It is a beautiful day, view. and we hope uh, everybody across the country is having a wonderful day. You're listening to Animal Radio. Dogs or cats? Horse or emu, animals are people 
A dog owner in Scotland wasn't sure what to make of his dog's rattling stomach. When Chris Morrison took his dog Oscar to the vet, he had no idea what was wrong with his five-year-old lab. The vet suspected Oscar might have eaten something other than dog food, but when he went into his stomach, he was stunned. Vet Bob Hesketh found 13 golf balls. One of them was black from having been inside Oscar for so long. Oscar's owner explained that he and Oscar loved to take long walks on the golf course at night and in the early morning. He knew Oscar liked golf balls and enjoyed bringing them home. He had no idea he was swallowing them. Oscar's now on a diet of watered-down food until his stomach heals, and although he can still go for walks on the golf course, he wears a muzzle as part of his no-golf-ball diet. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hi, this is Shelley Morrison from Will and Grace, and I'm on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your pets. Please. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And let us not forget your dream team, Dr. Debbie Anthony and your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Villani back today wearing a brace, and he'll tell us a little bit about his carpal tunnel syndrome. As well as animal communicator Joy Turner is here. Our pet travel expert Susan Sims and Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Stacy working on news. Well, okay, here comes a weird one. Have you ever heard of staring down a bird so it wouldn't fly? Of course not. Well, in Austria, they're doing this. They're having an air show, and they're worried that these birds are going to fly into the engine of the plane. So they're having the military stare at these storks. I'll tell you more about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Our hard-earned money going through that. And, of course, there is a recall in the news with the Nestle Purina's Natural Dry Cat Food and Frisky's Griller's Blend Dry Cat Food. Uh, I'll put all the information up on the website because there's a whole bunch of lot numbers and dates and information. If you use that food, you want to be careful to make sure you don't have the lot that could be potentially contaminated with salmonella. Seems like everything nowadays. And now we're having so many different pet food recalls, um, treat recalls uh, related to salmonella. They're all salmonella. <laughs> it seems crazy. Well, it's a very common bacteria, so it, it, it's definitely found kind of all over the place. And we can see a lot of problems with this in pet foods in particular. So, um, you know, it's really good to know that, fortunately, pets don't often get sick from it. Um, but, you know, it definitely can cause some pretty severe GI upset. Mm. Um can settle into the kidneys and even cause some kidney problems um, as well. Now, is there a the risk real, to humans? Yeah, and, and that's where the real risk falls is that... That, you know, as we handle or prepare our pets' food, you know, we are being uh, exposed to those same agents. So there's definitely a concern for cross-contamination into the humans in the household. Um, so, yeah, we definitely want to take some precautions along that line and make sure, you know, we don't have small children under five handling the food. It's best to kind of feed your pet in a separate room, wash the bowls regularly, and, and make sure you don't try not to use the kitchen sink or the bathroom sink. If you have a utility room, it's better to use that because that's dedicated to your pet's bowl cleaning um, and, and really be vigilant if your food if the food smells off looks funny if the packaging is broken don't use it hmm. I had salmonella as a kid and let me tell you, you I, oh yeah I spent a week and a half in the bathroom it was awful probably one of the worst sicknesses I've ever had I would never want TMI. it TMI you know what you got it from 
Yeah, cheese. Cheese? Cheese. From a restaurant, believe that or not. Can't you get salmonella from reptiles if you hold a reptile that has it? Or I saw some yeah, kind of warning yeah. like about six months ago, don't let your kids play with reptiles. Yeah, it's kind of the same guidelines. We don't want really young children to handle reptiles, mostly because they don't have the good kind of hand-cleaning sense to wash their hands after handling them. And, uh, you know, the little bans on selling these small turtles is basically because small kids can stick them in their mouth. And uh, uh. so that's why they're not permitted to be sold as pets under so many inches. Um, but yeah, all reptiles have the possibility of carrying salmonella. So, uh, you know, just good sense. After you handle your reptile, wash your hands. Uh, you know, don't stick your turtle in your mouth. Oh, don't ever do that. <laughs> don't stick anything in your all mouth. All right. Like now, since you tell how not to do something. <laughs> Where's my turtle? Dr. Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani is here back from uh, last week's little uh, hiatus that he had. He'll tell us all about the uh, the whole carpal tunnel thing. He's wearing a brace today, kind of a off-color brace. <laughs> Pet travel expert Susan Sims, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Welcome to the show, Nancy. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderfully. How are you? Very good. Very good. You sound very... Where are you calling from today that you're so darn happy? Um, I'm calling from North Carolina. Everybody from North Carolina, they all seem happy when they call. It, it must be the South, you know. Uh, something about the North. Yeah, the air over there. I guess so. You got good air in there in North Carolina. What's going on with your pets? Well, I have a question about those uh, soft claws for cats, and I don't know if I'm using the right word, that you okay. put on the claws of a cat so it doesn't scratch the furniture. Yes, Pros and yes. cons. Okay. Um, have you tried them before? Are you looking into possibly getting into this for your kitty? Um, I have not tried them, but, yes, we're, I'm combining households um, with my new husband, and mm-hmm. my cat will be coming with me, of course, and uh, we, we have fine furniture, and there's also a declawed cat that this cat will be sharing a household with, so I don't want any uh, problems with... Um, that situation as well. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So, okay. yeah, so soft paws, soft claws, there's different names and different brands out there. But basically what they are are little vinyl caps. So what we basically do with those is we trim the kitty's nails and find the appropriate size uh, nail cap and then use a special adhesive glue to put that on the nail to keep that from snagging and hopefully getting into problems around the house, whether it's scratching or uh, scratching furniture or other kitties or people or what have you. Um, so, yes, I, I do think there's a certain place for these items. I personally, as a veterinarian, am very frustrated with them um, just because in many cases I'm the one that puts those on. Um, but at the, at the household level, they... They are wonderful. Um, you just have to be patient, and you have to be diligent about staying up with these. So the downside is that I see that these claws, uh, the soft paws, can come off frequently, and I'm a kind of busy lady. I don't do my nails, and I find it hard to do cat's <laughs> nails. So um, for me, that's the biggest downside, is that it's a time management thing of staying up with this, making sure you keep the nails trimmed, because as the nail grows, the cap will fall off. So you just okay. you have to be faithful and diligent about about that way. But 
other than that, um, I don't have a lot of other cons about it. The, the definite pros about it are that hopefully we can avoid things like declawing, scratching furniture, scratching people, um, and getting into trouble in that, in that regard. So, uh, right. there's so right. many benefits of it. I would not hesitate to try it. Um, I just would say keep your patience intact and it depends on the kitty. Some cats are real squeamish about having their toes messed with. Um, if your kitty's good about having toenail trims, then there's not a reason not to try it. Um, and, and it's generally well tolerated. Okay, that's a, that's good to know. Now, would you suggest perhaps that I go to a veterinarian for the first time around to learn technique? Is that probably uh, a good yep. thing to do? Sounds like it. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. And, and the common thing is I see a lot of people don't trim cat's nails properly. So we want to make sure we're trimming them short enough that it's meaningful, but not too short that we're going to hurt the kitty. So I think making sure we've got good nail trim technique down is very important. That's the starting point. Then it's just a matter of kind of eyeballing, finding the right size cap, and knowing what size we're going to need to keep on the kitty's nails. Um, so yeah, I, I do like to, and I, and I make fun because it's, it is frustrating as a veterinarian because, you know, we have other things to do. So I usually have my technicians take care of this little detail. You know, I can do my surgery or playing with the birds or or what have you around here. Nancy, do Um, you have a scratching post? um, I'm going to get one. What we're doing is combining households. So, yes, I'm going to have several scratching posts. And it's really not the furniture damage. I just don't want the declawed cat whom is adopted and we did not declaw him hurt or the, my other cat hurting that cat initially until everybody gets to be a, a happy happy cat good. a North Carolina happy cat good good <laughs> well with that good air that I, I'm sure it'll happen thank you so much for your call good luck if you have problems give us a call back we do follow ups we really do that, uh, great well thank you I appreciate your time thank you very much one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the dream team right now Animal Radio. Animal Radio. What? Animal. Stop it. Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall. Brought to you by Wall. Dogs are one of the most intelligent animals. They're intelligent. Yeah, we know Hal's not. (laughs) So it's no wonder that Wall Pet Clippers are the number one choice of dogs and their owners. Wall blades provide better grooming results and you'll look smart for saving money. I look smart. Yeah. Visit them at Wall. That's W-A-H-L. Pet.com. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Warm weather is here, and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a Wall Clipper. Visit Wall, W-A-H-L-Pet.com. Do you have an aging pet? 
How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. This is Animal Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? Sorry about last week. Oh, no problem. Uh-oh. You don't know what he did. Wait, 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 wait. Listen to that one, Joey. Yeah, you need to listen to last week's show, No, you Joey. don't. You really don't need to listen to it. Let's just come oh, on over here, big okay. guy. Let's have a big old hug. Yeah, you better. <laughs> okay, I can see it now. Um, Joey's uh, back this week, so if you want to ask him your questions, one 405 Yeah, change the subject, Hal. That's to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Could be Dr. Debbie or Animal Communicator Joey. Joey Turner or Susan Sims or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And, boy, you ladies are all backstabbers, aren't you? <laughs> so who wants to squeal? Anyone Anyone who wants to squeal, don't worry. Uh, I, pay, I pay pretty well. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you after the show, Joey. I could use the money. Okay. You see, I noticed how Joy just died. She's, you see, that's what I like about Joy. She wouldn't squeal. <laughs> Would you, Joy? No, I'd just tell him he needed to listen. Well, it's good to have you back. Uh, what was it with you last week? Did you uh, it's, carpal it's, tunnel? It's good to be back. It, you know what? That's um, that's what it looks like. It looks like I have um, carpal tunnel. And um, as fast as it came on was pretty unbelievable. I didn't think well, I really I knew that groomers got it. But um, I didn't know how quickly it, it could come on. And it came on. Um, rapidly, and it was probably the second most painful thing that I had next to kidney stones. Wow. wow. So is that from grooming, and is it still hurt right now? It's, it, yeah, but it's, um, well, you can see I got the brace on. Yeah, I saw uh, that. And um, it's still a little bit swollen. And um, no, it, it, it does. Um, it subsided. It subsided a lot. Um, basically, what happens is... Um, you have a band that that wraps the wrist area, and um, what happens is pressure builds up. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know why. I, I I tried for the doctor to explain to me best he can, but um, he was you know you, you know how doctors are. Yes. And um, basically, pressure builds up, and if it builds up too much, it can actually um, cut off the blood um, flow to your hand. Wow. Um, so basically what they told me that if it goes numb at all, um, come to the hospital immediately because they got to release the pressure. Mm. But um, the orthopedic said, you know what, let's see what happens, wear the brace for a while. and um, How long you got to wear it? 
better than surgery. How long do you got to wear that? Um, I gotta I gotta wear for for about about four to five weeks right now. But um, I pretty much got most of my um movement back in my hand, and um, it's feeling good. But um, I'm always one of these guys that 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 take everything off a little too early. And um, <laughs> listen, this right hand of mine here, this is the gold. You know, I gotta keep it on. Yes, I totally Otherwise, understand. I'm not, the, I'm not the dog father anymore. You'd be firing me. I'd be on the street with a cup. Well, you got your mouth dogs. still, right? <laughs> As long as yeah, you have your my... mouth. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with that, Hal, but, you know. I don't either. Okay, well, let's go to the phones. We've burned up enough time, haven't we? Hey, Ray, welcome to the show. Hi. Um, What's going on? i got Dr. Debbie right here. I have a 13-year-old male, American uh, red tabby, okay. who who's, uh, appears to have glaucoma. Uh, okay. what, uh, what you see is two... Clear glass balls. There is no uh, what? What's it called? Iris. You pupil? can't see the like the pupil. Yeah. Okay. It's none. Uh, people come. I, mean, I live in a, a, a senior citizens complex. My neighbors come around and say, "Whoa!" You know. In fact, they pointed it out to me before I noticed it. And now, is he able to see? Are you noticing vision problems? You know, that little guy is just. Doing fine. He's healthy. He's doing everything he used to. He's a little more skittish than normal. Okay. A little more frightened by quick moves. But he's healthy and happy and just friendly as he could be with our neighbors. Oh, okay. oh, oh, his right eye uh, is a, um, a bit swollen. A couple of uh, people who have had some experience with uh, uh, veterinarian care have said, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, his right eye is uh, especially. Uh, but it's not watery or it's just bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And any time we have a, a pet's eye where it actually visibly looks bigger than the other one, then we definitely worry about things like glaucoma, which is basically an increase in the fluid pressures inside the eye. And as that escalates, it can actually make the eye look enlarged. Um, and if that is carried on for some time, we can also see some changes to the pupil in the eye so that um, basically you can almost see into the back of their eyes. There's very little colored um, iris to the eye that you can see. Um, if that's going on, I would definitely be suspicious of glaucoma although there can be some other diseases, um, some retinal diseases that can sometimes have a similar appearance, at least with the pupil. Um, so for a pet like this, I would say my number one thing is really to, to, to get a good look inside the eye and, you know, to start with a pressure on the eye. Kind of like when you go to the eye doctor and they do that horrible puff of air test. And I tell you, I, I hate it every time. Oh, I yeah. tried my hardest to keep my eyes open. Thankfully, <laughs> we don't do that test to our animals. Um, there's an actually, uh, we put a little anesthetic on the eye and we measure pressure with an instrument. Um, of course, they don't tell me they don't think it's, you know, scary as the puff of air test, but you know, I think it's better. So, um, but that would be definitely what I would see about doing for your kitty because that one test may help us decide where we need to go with things. Um, if we do have true glaucoma where there's a high pressure, that can be horribly painful. And even though pets don't always complain, it can it can certainly be very uncomfortable. Um, and in kitties, they're a little challenging because they don't develop often glaucoma just by itself being a genetic problem. It's usually secondary to other kind of problems in their body. So when we see that, we 
definitely say, okay, we got to look this kitty over and make sure we don't have other um, infections or tumors in the eye or other types of body conditions that can cause this increase in pressure. Um, but it is really, it can be very uncomfortable and it became, becomes a quality of life issue for many kitties um, that if we can't control it with medicine, um, in some cases we'll actually go to the discussion of, you know, if we got a big painful swollen eye, it's a uh, palliative um, step to remove pain, to actually remove the eye and do an enucleation surgery. So I don't discount that possibility if we have true glaucoma and you don't want to mess with medicine or it's beyond hope and the eye is un- unable to see. Um, but I really think that, you know, number one would be we, we need to get this pet into the vet so we can take a look down that eyeball and uh, get, get you a better idea what you might be facing there. Uh, Dr. Debbie, um, that certainly is my concern, and I investigated. I called uh, three, uh, quote, regular veterinarian services, and they each uh, declined uh, uh, because uh, and, and referred me to a, a cat or an animal eye specialist. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. And then I called the animal eye specialist and discovered uh, one of those that's uh, in uh, my area, uh, uh, visits here one day a month, and uh, and 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 the, uh, the the cost of a normal visit is like two and a half times the normal visit, and uh, and I estimate, and and then the eye drops, uh, which um, you know even for human glaucoma uh, uh, is quite expensive, like sixty eight dollars a month. I'm going, yeah. oh, uh, if I walk into the specialist's office, i got to have 350 or more dollars in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I, you know, Tommy's a great buddy for all these years, but I don't have $350. Yeah, and you know, and I guess I can't comment on the, the, the capability or the comfort level of the veterinarians in the area, but uh, we have specialists, and we have a whole bunch of different eye doctors here in our Vegas area. But it's something where, um, as a practitioner, as a kind of family practice of veterinarian, I'm very comfortable at least making the initial diagnosis and, and treatment. So I might encourage you to kind of look around, uh, maybe call around a little bit more, because it isn't uh, a hard distinction to make at least that initial call so that you can be armed with more information about whether you truly do have glaucoma or if your kitty has some other condition that's affecting the retina and really not causing any pain to the eye at, at all. Well, In that uh, case, you might not need any therapy. So for me, I'd say, yeah, that would be my first uh, my uh, recommendation for you is to see if you can find a veterinarian that at least has what they uh, can measure a pressure in your kitty's eye in their office and see if you can sidestep that maybe that specialty referral and, unless you really need to. Well, that was my hope when I began calling around to find someone that uh, could lead me in that direction. Uh, so far, it was either they wouldn't see him at all, or go to the specialist. Um, and 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 I'm, I'm thank you for reminding me or letting me know that it could be something other, something small, something not such a big deal. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So so how do I go about? You know, I just just keep calling veterinarians, hoping to find someone that. Uh, 
You know, there there are um, you may have some resources with the local ophthalmologist. So if if you talk to their office and say, hey, you know, I, I don't know if I need a referral. Is there someone in the area that does have um, an ability to do eye pressures in general practice? And they may have a, a relationship with uh, specialists know what vets in the area have certain capabilities. So they may be able to even direct you to say, okay, here's that initial visit. Then we can see if you need that referral afterwards. Um, but that would be one source that I would do. But yeah, you basically, you just want an exam and you want an eye pressure in your kitty's eye and that should be something, a, a standard care most vets are are comfortable with. So um, I I keep working on that telephone. And uh, if you have any problems, email me back and I'll see if I know anyone in the area that I can direct you to. And by the way, her email address, DocDebbie, D-O-C-D-E-B-I-E at AnimalRadio.com. All of our addresses over at the website. Thank you for your call, Ray. We wish you the best of luck with that. Uh, Joey, working on your tip of the week. What are we looking forward to? I am working on an an old remedy that I had of how to... um, keep um, mosquitoes, flies, and other flying pests off of your dog while they smell great and look good. How's that? Okay, that tip coming up in just a few minutes. Well, it looks like condo owners in Florida are soon going to have to register their dog for their DNA to find out whose poop it really is on your neighbor's lawn. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A snake in Ketchum, Idaho, really loved his electric blanket. He loved it so much he ate it. All of it. An entire queen-size electric blanket, including the cord and control box. Carl Vesnoska's 60-pound Burmese python somehow unplugged the blanket, which was supposed to be keeping him warm, and had it for dinner. An x-ray showed the blanket wiring extending through eight feet of the python's digestive tract. After a two-hour operation involving an 18-inch incision, the snake named Houdini was on his way to recovery. Vesnoska has owned Houdini for 16 years and often takes him to local schools for show and tell. Now I guess he can bring the blanket. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Nestle Prina Pet Care Company voluntary recalling about 870 bags of dry cat food that's been shipped to Colorado, Idaho, and Oregon. This is being done just as a precautionary measure as the product has the potential to be contaminated with salmonella. Uh, only these products with the best by date and production code shown are included in this voluntary recall. Now, I'm not going to give you the dates and the product codes, but you can go to the website. I'm going to give you the product. So if you have this product, then you'll want to definitely check out our website. Cat Chow Naturals Dry Cat Food and Frisky's Grillers Blend Dry Cat Food. So check both of those out if you have them. Um, nobody's complained of any illnesses or anything, and it's not affecting any dog products. Again, because this was potentially distributed to other Western states, it's a precautionary measure. High-tech methods, they're now being used to try to stop an age-old crime 
There's a place in Jupiter, Florida, a condo community who is requiring their tenants to pay, ready for this, $200 for their dog's DNA to be registered. Dog droppings that are found in the future are then going to be mailed to the DNA lab to verify which owner is responsible for not cleaning up after their pet. The owner could then face a $1,000 fine and even liens on their property. Okay, this would be a terrible thing if this was where I lived because I have a dog that jumps over the fence. My border collie would jump over the fence and then he would go in the neighbor's yard. He just likes their grass. And then he would hop right back over to our house. So the neighbor got really mad one day. Because he, you know, told me a few times and, you know, I, I can understand it gets a little upsetting. But we aren't for sure that it was my dog. But with this DNA thing, we would know for sure. Anyway, he picked up the dog poop and smeared it all over my car. I know you're saying, oh, my gosh. Turtles are to blame for a brief delay at JFK International Airport. Port Authority officials say a runway at JFK was shut down for over an hour as about 100 diamondback terrapins crawled across it. The runway becomes a turtle crossing every year as the animals look for sandy spots so they can lay their eggs. Port Authority officials say the little terrapins were moved to a better spot so they could lay their eggs out of harm's way. That's so good because, um, you know, one plane, one tire over a turtle and... Well, turtle soup, I guess, is what you might say. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. Hi, Fred. Hi, how are you? Doing good. I have Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, here for you. Wonderful. What's going on? Well, I have a five-year-old dingo chow mix. Oh, my gosh, Fred. It doesn't (laughs) sound good from the beginning. From the beginning, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> Go ahead. Don't say that. My wife's listening, and that's probably not what she wants to hear. <laughs> I know, but I sometimes tell the people what they need to know. Go ahead. Right. Um, we had a Yorkie. Um, my wife and I got married, and she had her dog, which was the dog I'm speaking of, and I had my 13-year-old Yorkie. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, the Yorkie thinks it's a Great Dane, and they would face off. Well the chow dingo mix would attack little dogs. So I gave my Yorkie back to my ex-girlfriend because I wanted it to live. Oh, that was very nice of her. And then later we got another puppy. And it's been a year and a half since we got this puppy. It's a, a pit, boxer, healer mix. It's just a mutt. That one can stand up for himself. But now it's been a year and a half, and there's been no problems. But okay, male and female, very quick. No, it's ma- both males. Both males. One's fixed. Um, 
It was not too. The other one is not. If you call me before, I would not suggest you to get the mail. It was not too much smart because you know two males is not preferable. Of course, two females would be much worse. But go ahead. Okay. Well, now after a year and a half, the the chow is doing it again with okay. the new dog. Okay, so now let's focus on that. Quick sounds bite, answers questions, because like a KGB, I need to get from you some information which is very important for me, and I don't need the rest of the information. Uh, when the fight happened, um, first of all, I need to know under what circumstance fight's happening, and pretty quick, and number two, what is the casualties? I mean, there is uh, stitches, there is a dog fights, excuse me, there is a bites, there is a... Go to the vet, how you stop that from the fight, or they stop themselves. Go. Um, with the Yorkie, yeah, it was a bloody mess. Um, we had to take her to the vet. Of course, she had some uh, back damage where the uh, nerves swole up. And Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Listen. Uh-huh. Now about this dog, one? Mm-hmm. With the other dog, she's big enough, and she's her skin's tough enough that there's no blood. It's just It just scares her, and... She she cowers down, rolls on her back, and pees on the floor. You know, okay. so. who who you think still is the boss? Um, me. <laughs> uh, if you were the boss, that fight would not happen between those two. Um. Well, I would I would say that Trixie, the child dingo, is, is child the, boss. the one okay. that's been around the longest. And she now, very pretty... quickly, could you tell me under what circumstance they fight? Um. There's. We've tried to pinpoint, and there's there's really nothing. It just it just happens. It could be um, the dog walking close to the other dog, or making a noise, or just doing nothing. Okay, there is a three things which the dogs normally fight about. Number one. Now you have to listen. Number one, uh, fight about the dog food, fight about the treats, or about human attention. When the dogs on their own, they normally get along really well. Okay, what is happening in your situation? One dog achieved a certain age, which I still believe is uh, that your second dog is still percepted like a first as the subordinate. However, uh, to some degree, especially in your presence, possibly start to challenging somehow authority of the older dog, and the older dog is just uh, bulletproof. That one is... Uh, trying to put the uh, proactively upcomer um, into the place. How to resolve this? And I would like you to be very attentive, even though I speak I speak with a California or Michigan accent, those two states I lived before, and and I speak very quickly, but because we're limited in the time, and you can always send me your personal email by vis- visiting my website, which is SoCal dogtraining.com or just google russian dog wizard um listen i am really specializing in those cases and resolving them all the time number one what i would do i would put two metal crates and i want to make sure both dogs must be enrolled in the boot camp uh what i know from the past and from my experience and from my education if you will create three things sleeping together working together and eating together you, for at least two two weeks, you will turn the things around. Sleeping together, 
two metal, not the plastic crates, side by side. I want to make sure from this time one. One dog is out, second dog is in, and both of them sleeping there for the night. It's a very important. Uh, working together. I would work with one dog at the time and after start to work with both dogs at the time. I'm talking about strict obedience training, which I'm going to teach the dog, walking on the loose leash, do sit, stay, calm down, and I'm going to do with, with one dog at the time and after have two dogs at my left and do it together. Boy, if you do this, you're diminishing any chance of the fights. Now, eating together, I would feed them in the crates at the same time because eating together, sleeping together, working together, create social bond. Now, at any given time after you've done everything you could and you see, still see at the early stages your, your old dog even growling, even show some type of the, um, uh, alert or whatever, you have to use the device by name, pet convincer, pet convincer, spray the air at that dog, startle her, stop it before it started. And the very quick, because we're running out of time, because you have very complicated question, but very easy solution, really. You, you can really get it uh, done because they, they were up to that point, very good dogs, uh, and they just started now. So psychologically, make sure both dogs worry about you right now. The more they worry about you, the less they're going to worry about themselves. The less they worry about themselves, more chance they will get along with each other. That's like a, like a, you having two little kids. You make sure both of them right now will worry about them and after they becoming the friends. Don't worry who is the boss about them right now. You said right. You're the boss. But sh- make sure your dogs know that. Thank you for calling us. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. Now, you've been hearing all of us talk about the dog food, Stella and Chewy's dog food. Great stuff. Vlade uses it with Mika, actually puts it on top of the regular food. It is nutritious and delicious. Dogs, like it's a Russian slang, uh, can't even betray its own mother for that dog food. <laughs> well, now, <good laughs> it means it's good. This is exciting <laughs> because now they have a cat food. And it's the same complete and balanced meal for all life stages. It can be used as an everyday food. It could be broken up and used on top of your cat's food or your dog's food, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For instance, I like to uh, rotate my dog food, my main row of, uh, dog food among different brands. And then you just so put I'm a little just... Stella and Chewy's on top of that, right? Yes, I'm, I'm putting, and it's kind of very economical for me, and dog loves it, and they loves it, and, uh, you know, I feel the fur is good, and I feel that the dog is, you know, when you're giving a good uh, dinner for yourself, not really like, uh, you know, some type of the burger, which is not the fast. Food. I'm talking about go to the whole food or something like this, and you feel a lot of energy and stamina. That's what I see from Stella and Choose when my Mika is eating. Let me send you a sample. Head on over to the website at animalradio.com, and you'll see right there on the front page the Stella and Choose link. Clink, click that, click that. I can't talk to it. Clink it. Clink it. <laughs> and uh, it'll give you the address to send us a self-addressed stamped envelope, and we'll send you back a, sell- a sample of Stella and Chewy's. How long have you been doing this, Hal? <laughs> We've got more Animal Radio on the way. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? 
It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Are you struggling with sky-high credit card debt? Call Credit Card Relief. You can get out of debt in months instead of years with no fees until a debt is settled and with a 90-day money-back guarantee. Call Credit Card Relief. The consultation is free and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief. 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. Hey, it's Vinnie Penn coming at you. Your party animal. You heard the party animal theme song right there, which is Def Leppard, by the way, acoustic version of their song, Animal, 1987, I think. Interesting that I would even start off talking about uh, rock records with where I'm heading. Got together in New York City the other day to meet up with a girlfriend of mine going way back. She shows up with a, she's got a new dog, Puffy. I don't know if it's a, a ditty thing. I really don't know. Uh, and I immediately accused her of being a Paris Hilton or a Paris Hilton wannabe, rather. To which she deflected and shot back that I was a Rick Springfield wannabe when she first met me. Uh, and, and I used to have a working class dog t-shirt and she claims I got my first dog because of Rick Springfield's love for dogs, which has been something we've, uh, fans of his have known for a million years. And I had quite a few things to say to that one, first and foremost, Rick's got a great new album out and it's called Venus in overdrive and it kicks ass. Uh, but two, isn't it funny how we associate certain animals with certain celebrities? I don't think I ever really realized it until today. Here she was with this tiny little dog, and I immediately associated her with Paris Hilton. She immediately associated me with a certain type of dog with Rick Springfield. Uh, another friend of ours has a pig, and we're constantly making George Clooney jokes. Uh, whenever the subject of neutering or spaying comes up, you think Bob Barker. You also think Bob Barker uh, when you think of... Old men hitting on 25-year-old girls, too. But that's besides the point. Uh, the fact of the matter is celebrities carry such clout in what they could do with a certain animal type. I know back when Michael J. Fox did the voice for Stuart Little. For the longest time, he was associated in that way. There, and even Mel Gibson back in the day when he did uh, the movie. I'm trying to think of the movie he did right now um, with the chickens. And they were trying to make a break for it. Uh, and you associated him with that long before you associated him with DUIs and other horrific stances and beliefs. But these celebrities are linked to there's got to be a board game in this where it, six degrees of animal separation, where you can just kind of link up the specific animal to the specific celebrity. And as far-reaching as you can get, I thought of snakes, and you think of Snake Plissken, Kurt Russell from Escape from New York. They're, they're, I've got to get in touch with Parker Brothers, because there is a board game in this. 
And if ever a specific animal is in danger or whatever, you could just associate a celebrity would get a celebrity campaign behind it, and the fans of that celebrity will just come, you know, rushing in. I mean, I mean, look at uh, Siegfried and Roy with the White Tigers. And granted, uh, we've discovered they're not the most gentle of creatures, but uh, again, besides the point, let's try to think of some other. I'd love to get emails on this. Email Vinny, uh, Vinny at Animal Radio. I'd love to uh, send me your lists. I'll follow up on this one. This will be the first ever party animal that I do a part two on it. Part two. Associate the celebrity with the specific animal. And the crazier the animal, the better. If you can get into like ferrets. Or, or things of that nature, and, and who is uh, really associated with them. I know I was watching that show, um, it's complicated, on the E! Network. Did you, you did hear that? Uh, Denise Richards, it's complicated. Her home is a veritable farm. They say Charlie Sheen and her broke up for this reason, that reason. They had to break up because, damn, I think she's got pigs. And associating Denise Richard with the word pig, uh, that's not a big leap. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Dr. Debbie, you want to take another call? I sure do. I'm sitting here uh, sucking on my soda and <laughs> just the caffeine. So I'm on my second one today, which is against the rules in my household. So don't tell anybody. Okay, I have four calls lined up. Which one do you want to go to? Which line? Hi, Hi Wayne. I'm ready. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, okay. I was wondering if you guys can help me out. We'll try. All right, we'll try our best. <laughs> okay, I have a, you a household with four cats, and they're all female, and they are all spayed, and they're all adult. Okay. And one of the cats has a problem not using the litter box. Uh, at one time, we didn't have a problem, and this just developed over time, and we need to know how to get her to go back in the litter box. Okay, so tell me about your kitty uh, toilet situation. What kind of environment do you have? <laughs> Are there magazines? Um, <laughs> what do you mean? The lit- the, how many litter boxes? What kind oh. of litter you use? We have uh, four litter boxes. Uh, we have different types because we have uh, different cats and different personalities. We Good. have one that's enclosed, so if a cat wants privacy, they can have that. And that's in a room by itself. And then we have three uh, litter boxes in a unused bathroom. Two of them are like jumbo sized. So we have four litter boxes total. And um, we use uh, multi cat cat litter. And, and that's a clumper, clumping yeah. litter. Are your kitties indoors? Always indoors. And is there any one particular litter box that's the uh, problem where this is happening, or does it happen at any site? The cat has gotten to the point where she will, um, at one time she was using the litter boxes without a problem. In fact, and, and this may have introduced some confusion to her, a couple years ago we tried to toilet train the cat. Okay. But she was the only one that was starting to make progress, and the other cats were not making any progress, and it was just too much to keep up with uh, four cats. Okay. So we said, okay, we'll quit with the toilet training, and we'll just go with straight litter. You know, if we had okay. less cats, we could, we could do it. Um, so at one time, she was using the litter all the time. We noticed, I don't know, a couple months back that she would uh, urinate in the box, and saw her literally finish urinating, jump out, go one foot away, and then defecate 
right on the floor by the litter box. Okay. Like there was an aversion to it. Now we're catching her not even urinating in the litter box. She's found a favorite site for that now. Okay. And where where is she going right now for both her peeing and pooping? Well, for the pooping, she's, she still goes in the same spot, not a foot away from the litter box. Okay. And for the peeing, she started going about four feet away into a sunken living room on the carpeting. All right. Now, this is going to be a very unusual situation because I'm going to kind of direct you down the, the path of diagnosis very quickly. With cats, there's usually a lot of different factors that affect their litter box use, and they can have a, a substrate preference or an aversion. Uh, they can have problems with the tidiness of the litter box. They can have pain that exhibited once they were in, when, in, when they were in the litter pan and have problems with that memory. Um, and then there's the multi-cat, the um, anxiety and aggression component of things. So getting to the, the root of things, if I have a kitty that is doing their duty, especially if it's both peeing and pooping, close to the box but not in it, I'm going to gear my efforts on the litter box environment. To me, that screams um, either an aversion or there's a preference that we're not meeting to her, her satisfaction. So that kind of puts the behavioral, the, uh, the anxiety-driven problems a little bit on the back burner. Not that it's impossible, but I'd say we really need to focus on this litter box environment. And when you did say that she was um, taking to the toilet training, you know, it is completely possible that could be her preference. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I would say that changing either the litter substrate, um, the litter type, um, or going back and providing a, the toilet training source for her is going to be very important. Um, and, uh, yeah, definitely, especially with her doing this right outside of the box, that is a, a very big thing. And, and for kitties that are very fastidious and that are very uh, particular about that litter pan, they, too, will usually go right outside the box, which is different than a marking behavior or seeking a preference to a different location. It's like they want to go, but they're just... They just can't do it. They just don't like it that much, uh, Dad. So I just would rather really not use it. So I'll just go right here, and I'll, I'll try to do the best I can. <laughs> right. So, um, and, and I think you're doing fairly good with the number of litter boxes. Usually the general rule is one more box than the number of cats you have in the house. Um, and at four boxes, you're doing a fairly good job of offering different sources, uh, sites, and different variations and things. Um, and just one other tip that I would say is that... Um, litter box uh, size is uh, very important and you mentioned you have some jumbo size with cats we want that to be about um, one and a half times the length of the kitty so that we have ample room to turn around because um, that could also create some aversions if it's not quite big enough um, they don't have enough room and most cats don't like the cover on the litter box they really don't care about the privacy thing um they they will go w- with us watching or what have you so i usually just say take off all the covers on litter boxes if we're having issues um so and then the other things you might look at um litter box location sometimes to us is very uh Routine. We put them in uh, laundry rooms, bathrooms, but sometimes the little things can be annoying to cats. The vibration of the sounds of your wash machine, um, something that falls off a shelf and hits a cat when they had a, a litter pan problem. I had a client who that happened to. A laundry bucket fell on the cat's head, and they didn't want to go back to that room to urinate. Um, and other things in that area, so a noisy alarm, um, dogs barking, children, things like that, that can really make them aversion, uh, aversion to that litter box area. So 
I think there's hope there, Wayne, but uh, you might have to pull out that old uh, toilet set up for your baby. <laughs> wow. Did so your suggestion is probably the toilet site. Um, I'd say, yeah, can I get especially if that. Something? I, I did a little research online before I, I thought about calling you guys. Um, okay. I heard that if you put them like in a cage where they didn't have much room, Mm -hmm. except for the litter pan, food, water, and a place to sleep, that they have to go in the box, and then you start giving them more and more room. What do you think of that approach? I think that's a a useful approach if we're having usually more of a marking behavior, um, something that's a territorial in nature. And and that might work for the short term because she's got no other solution, but if she still has that innate preference when you get back to that, you you still may run into a problem when you start to give her more access and more opportunity. Um, So yeah, that therapy and behavioral medicines are really more used for when there's an anxiety or um, more of a territorial issue. I'm curious about teaching your, your your cat to use the toilet and I, I guess that'd be a good thing except in, in the middle of the night if you put the toilet seat down when you came in or something I mean that I already have enough trouble with my wife Ooh. telling you which where to put that toilet seat you know <laughs> hey the cat's in the bathroom hurry up I need to get in there this is animal radio baby Toll free, 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team at Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Just a few minutes, a young lady wrote me a letter. She said she believes the American Humane is giving the No Animals Were Harmed slogan to movies where animals were harmed. And we're going to find out the deal in just a few minutes. I've always thought that if you're collecting money for a slogan like that, that's a trademark slogan, by the way. You can't say that without their permission. No animals who's were harmed. Who's policing that? Who's policing it, though? They who's policing American Humane or who's what? the statement? I mean, well, uh, isn't that something challenging? Yeah. Well, supposedly, supposedly, I mean, American Humane is is using this and it hasn't trademarked. But uh, there's a whole deal. We'll find out more about it in okay. just a couple of minutes here on Animal Radio. Joey's working on his tip of the day, and I'll, I'll give you a little hint. It has to do with marigolds. Marigolds. That's such a pretty word. It is. And they have a, a use in your garden, and they have the same use for your animals. And he'll okay. explain it coming up in just a few minutes. I don't know if they're poisonous or toxic at all for for animals. Do you know if marigolds are toxic, Doc? I, I don't believe they are, but they smell very strongly, and I'm suspicious that has something to do with Joey's tip. Yes, <laughs> it does. That's all on the way. Joey Turner, ready to talk to your animals today. And, uh, you know, the, the interesting thing is, while... You're on the phone with Dr. Debbie asking questions about your dog. Joy is also communicating to your dog. Absolutely. Especially when they just jump into my head and want to say something. They can bother you at any time of the day or night. It's not like you have any privacy at all, right? Uh, that's essentially so, yes. You can't Luckily, turn it most off? most of them are honoring of my time. Good. I'm honoring of your time. If you want to communicate with your animal, Joy can do that. one 405 8405 Let's talk to some animals. Hi, Sally. Hi. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. I'm enjoying being here. I have animal communicator Joy Turner right here. Well, very good. Hello, Joy. Hi, Sally. Who can Hi. I talk we to want to you? talk to Bentley. He's passed on. Um, is he still around? And how can he tell me that he's still here? Bentley is a dog? Or Bentley a cat? is my cat. My okay. cat that we had for 17 and a half years. Little gray kitten. Okay, and remind me when he passed? March 30th. Now, how how can I tell he's still around? Can he tell me how he's still here? He said, well, you'll mostly 
feel him or sense him. It's almost like you'll turn around and you'll expect that he'll be there or you'll walk past a doorway or something will walk past the doorway and, and you turn. And when you turn, there's no physical thing, but that's actually him in his spirit body. Okay, I haven't had that sensation yet. He said, well, he's been there, but you have to learn to tune into that. Okay. It's almost like the difference between vision from front on and peripheral. Okay. You know how the peripheral vision you don't really pay that much attention to? He thinks right. you're paying too much attention, so you're missing the subtlety of it. Okay, but he knows that we have a kitten? He does. Oh, He says he knows that cat. Tell him we miss him a lot. We loved him a lot. He says, do you want him to talk more to the soul of that kitty that you have and see if maybe the souls can exchange? You mean to the little kitten that we just got? Yeah. Yes, that would be good. You can do a soul exchange? You know, animals can. I haven't ever... No, well, people do what they call walk-ins. Yeah. When someone's done with a body, another soul might take that body that wants to come in and doesn't want to go through the whole, you know, birthing everything process. Um, but animals actually do this on a fairly regular basis. If they, especially somebody that has been someone's love what? and they've gotten to the other side for some reason and then they want to come back again... If somebody isn't, you know, really hot to trot to come back, they might say, oh, sure, here, you can have this one, I'll get another one. What, what, what happens to the soul that you exchange? I mean, let's say someone came into me right now and exchanged my soul, where, where do I go? <laughs> well, you would be back at your soul, so you would be back on the non-physical side. I'm really confused. <laughs> well, you guys have a great day. Thank you and for I... your call, we appreciate it, Sally. And when will this air, can you tell me? It's airing right now. Oh, it is airing right now. Yes, it is. One eight six six four zero. Wait, let me check. Can you pinch me right there? Yeah, it is. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with anyone of the Dream Team. Hi, this is Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Don't have a cow, man. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405. As I look out the studio window and see the ocean in our new studios in Morro Bay, California, very exciting. You can actually see the waves crashing. This is great. Oh, it's awesome. I'll tell you, if you saw the studio we came from, this is just amazing. This is... (laughs) This is very beautiful. So if we sound like we're in a good mood today, damn straight we're in a good mood. And uh, we hope you are, too. And uh, gather your gather your animals around the radio. Big show today. Uh, in a couple of minutes, a young lady who says that one of the American Humane's No Animals Were Harmed slogan was used in a movie where animals were harmed. And we're going to find out more about that in just a few minutes. Uh, Joey, working on your tip of the week? I am working on an, an old remedy that I had of how to um, keep um, mosquitoes, flies, and other flying pests off of your dog while they smell great and look good. How's that? Is it something I can use on myself? You know, I have a little I use I problem. used it on myself last night. I don't see why not. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't use it on your cat, but I would, you could spray it on you. Okay, that tip coming up in just a few minutes. Joy Turner is here. How are you doing, Joy? I am just fabulous. You ready to talk to some animals today? Absolutely. I think that's what my entire life is devoted to. So Do you ever just say, you ever wake up in the morning and just say, I don't want to do this. I don't want to talk to any animals today. You know, I never have, and honestly... This is the, it's really my life's passion and it's my life's work. So I can't imagine ever waking up if I live to be 200. 
Ooh. And ever not wanting to do it. You gotta love that. Yeah. You gotta love waking up in the morning and loving your job. Absolutely. Uh, I know Stacy doesn't exactly, <laughs> but she's always here five minutes early. What are you working on? Well, okay, here comes a weird one. Okay. Have you ever heard of staring down a bird so it wouldn't fly? Sure. You actually heard of that, huh? No, he's never heard of that. <laughs> well, in Austria, yeah. they're doing this. They're having an air show and they're worried that these birds are gonna fly into the engine of the plane. Oh. So they're having the military stare at these storks. I'll tell you more about it coming up on Animal Radio News. I'm looking forward to that. Let's hit the phones, 1-866-405-8405. Welcome to Animal Radio. Bruce, how are you doing? Good. good. How are you? Very good. Where are you today? Uh, I am downtown Los Angeles. Listening in Los Angeles. Thank you very much for doing that. I got the good doctor, Dr. Debbie, right here. How can we help you? Well, I have Hello. three California desert tortoises. And okay. It's actually a... a Female, a male, and a baby. And the baby is an offspring of the two adults. And the male is fine, but the female has had a kind of a bubbly in the nose for the entire summer. And, you know, it really kind of stayed in the garage most of the summer. would come out every now and then to eat. I'd have to bring her out to make her eat. But she would always eat when she was out. I can't get the bubbly to go away. I've taken her to the vet, and she's had a, a shot. But I'm having to keep her up, I think. I'm trying to find out advice from you as to how best to treat the adult during this time period during when she would normally be hibernating. Mm-hmm. And the baby that was three years old, I wasn't going to even hibernate her yet because she seems to have a little bit of that also. Okay. Um, now, and you mentioned you're in L.A. So you have a backyard then? Do you have a burrow for them outdoors? Not a burrow. They actually just go walk into the garage, the garage and they, you know, take refuge in the garage in a parked spot every day. They, okay. They're creatures of habit, and they go to the same spot every single day. So have you had them over for a winter where they've actually stayed in the garage and stayed for the, say, a couple-month season? Oh, yes. I mean, I've had them since uh, the parents. I've had them for 16 years since they were babies. Okay, so I've hibernated them every year in a box of peat moss. Awesome. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, and and I'd have to say that any tortoise that is dealing with respiratory signs, bubbling from the nose, discharge, uh, kind of a gaping breathing, those are not tortoises that should go into hibernation. Um, so we need to make uh, accommodations indoor to keep that temperature up, and uh, it's just not safe. Uh, if they're battling respiratory, it's one of the number one reasons that they will not come out of hibernation. Um, it's just too dangerous. Now, and some people will even say for the juvenile tortoises, up to maybe two, three years of age, you know, just to be cautious because of their size and their delicate nature that we might not allow those babies, even if they're in good health, to go through a hibernation until a couple years of age. Um, different schools of thoughts. That's generally how here in Nevada that how I do it is if they're young and they're little and we're not real comfortable with that outdoor environment, um, then I'll keep them indoors in a controlled environment, keeping that temperature up. So we don't want them to kind of go through that in-between zone where they're kind of cold, but they're not really warm enough, and uh, that's no good for them either. So we definitely need to keep that indoor temperature up to the normal ambient 75 to 90 degree uh, temperature zone there. So I can keep I can keep the female inside, but then I, I will take her out you know, and feed her from time to time because she won't be going to sleep, correct? 
Right. Yeah. So you'll need to go through regular feeding like you would uh, making sure, you know, she's got her uh, ultraviolet light. She's got her heat sources, all of that. And then also, you know, for that respiratory infection, we might need to get a little more aggressive medically to treat that. And tortoises, just like most reptiles, they metabolize drugs slowly. So for a lot of these guys, uh, for treating with injections, um, I treat them every 72 hours. Um, their body takes that long to metabolize it. So um, if we can go to an oral, we can try that if they're eating. But uh, in many cases, um, you know, we'll really see these guys every couple days until we can get a control on the respiratory infection. And that could be weeks. <laughs> so um, if you've only done one injection, you know, I just uh, encourage you to, to uh, get this baby back into the veterinary office. Yeah, I've done the injection, but they gave me an oral due every other day. Okay, yeah. yeah. And that's... Yeah, that's there's just some some question of how effective oral antibiotics are in tortoises. Um, so my number one thing is if they're not eating, I don't even go there. Um, but if, if she's eating, and I don't see a harm in going with that route. Um, and also some of the youngsters will look at things like vitamin deficiencies. Vitamin A deficiency can often be accompanied with these respiratory infections in juvenile tortoises. So if that's something uh, they haven't addressed yet, you might kind of ask your vet about that as well. So uh, lots of good uh, reptile questions here today. I'm really it's excited. It's weird, isn't it? I love it. So I like to get that little Dr. Doolittle, a little bit of everything, all creatures great and small. It makes my day fun. Call with your iguana questions. one 405 It is toll free to anyone on the Dream Team at Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. Pets Day gives four-legged friends the four-star treatment. It's available at Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day includes amenities like food and the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and get this specialty room service menus for your dog. Is that crazy or what? Awesome. It's more than pet-friendly. It's pet-focused. Details at Caesars.com slash Day Las Vegas. And let's say you're heading out there tonight. Mm-hmm. You could check out Mac King. And the Matt King comedy show at the main show, showroom in Harris. Very funny comedian. Is he? I saw him on, uh, I think it was uh, Comedy Central, uh-huh. doing stand-up. And uh, he's he also does magic with it. It's sort of, uh, he combines comedy and oh, I think magic. I've seen that. Oh, yeah. that sounds fun. And uh, so he's there. Tickets started at thirty two ninety five, and let me say that you know for a Las Vegas show, that's pretty cheap. Yes. Under fifty dollars is pretty cheap. Uh-huh. And he's in the main showroom at Harrah's. You can check it out tonight, and he'll be there through July thirtieth. They're rolling out the red carpet for traveling dogs with the launch of Pet Day. Harrah's has Pet Day, so you can bring your dog. Can't take him to the show, but, but you, you can, can bring him to the hotel. Leave him in the hotel room. Okay. Go see the show, and then go back. Okay. I'm going in September, so maybe I'll bring my dog. We all are for uh, the big Super Zoo show. For the Super Zoo, yep. 1-866-405-8405. This is Animal Radio. Hi, this is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. And I, I'm, I'm begging you, stay and neuter your animals. I'm sitting up and begging. I'll, play, I'll go over and play dead if you want. I'll follow you anywhere you want to go. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. 
Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners, SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or a checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Fido Friendly Magazine is celebrating their 50th issue with Betty White on the cover and would like to share a golden opportunity with you. For a limited time, you can subscribe to Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog for 50% off. Just call toll-free 1-888-881-5861 and mention Animal Radio to receive your discount. Once again, that number is 1-888-881-5861. Start receiving the one magazine your dog will thank you for today. Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, spay and neuter your animal and abuses are losers. Now back to Animal Radio. Hi, Lee. Hello. What's going on with you? I have Vladi the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard here for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, we have Hi, a Ali. beautiful wife, Holly. She's a two-and-a-half-year-old dog at this point. And she's, uh, what I would say, very intelligent, highly reactive, and high in personality and maybe dominant uh, to some degree. She really pulls on a leash. And uh, we haven't been able to uh, stop that. She's so eager. What I would like to know is what she thinks of us and her life. I'm just wondering if there's any uh, information there for us that we should know. Wow, that's a very interesting question. Nobody asked me that one before. Um, you know, I, I don't believe too much in psychics and don't believe too much in, uh, you know, something which is not too scientific. But however, uh, let's try to sort it out. So you have a collie who is very well known as the wonderful dog. I mean, those dogs are, have wonderful personality. They're sweet, uh, very hard to develop any aggressiveness in their dogs. I mean, I remember in Russia, we tried to use them for the military as a guard dog. Boy, most of them were just, they failed, uh, you know, to bite anyone and develop any aggressiveness. You know, they're such a sweet dogs. Great sniffers, by the way. We've had them before, all our lives, in fact, but we've never had one like this. 
Okay, and let me talk about that particular one. Before I tell you what he thinks about him, <laughs> let me ask you what you think about your dog. And what if you could just put in one sentence? What what what, what don't you like? Like say you you came to the plastic surgeon, okay? <laughs> and I am I am kind of ultimate plastic surgeon because I'm working after another people who screwed it up, and I always was thinking I wish the people would come to me as the first, not as the last. Oh yeah. Um, so tell me please, if you come to me as the plastic surgeon and you want to do something behavior makeover for your beautiful collie, which was my my favorite, one of my best favorite breeds. Tell oh, me please. Oh, I can see why. Yeah, tell me, please. Uh, they're very handsome, too. Have a, almost like Russian blue eyes. Well, tell me, please, what don't you like about your dog? Um, I, I'm just wondering if I give in too much to her dominance and her wanting to be alpha. Uh, no, no, you're not listening to me. No, no. What don't you like about your dog? I don't like my dog. What? Okay. Uh, what I don't like, really, is her extreme pulling on the leash and her not really being totally reliable obedience-wise when we're out on the beach in California. Uh, you know, she's going and doing her own thing pretty much. Uh, sure. I give her an arm signal, and she comes now, which is great progress. But I'm just, I was wondering, uh, you know, if there was anything that we should know regarding her handling, um, you know, is it female to benefit dog? her. Is it female, yes? Yeah. Um, now, what state? Uh, you're from California. What? Where are you from, California? From SoCal? Where are you? Santa Barbara. Oh, Santa Barbara, a little bit far from me, Los Angeles, but beautiful area, beautiful. Hey, uh, this is nothing about dominance. This uh -huh. is about your dog hasn't been taught how to walk properly on the, on the leash. Okay. And this is the easiest things you can do yourself in five minutes, literally. Oh, if you're man. not going to listen, different trainers who are going to come up with uh, that stupid idea, if the dog is uh, pulling on the leash, you have to stop and look in the dog's eyes and say, well, please don't do that <laughs> every time when the dog pulls. Yeah, you know, it's 90% of the trainers nowadays like this. No, you, you, you need to use dog's orientation reflex. It's so simple. All what you need to do, you need to use doggy mother uh, biting collar, which I love a lot. It's a very humane, it's very safe for your dog, especially. It never hurts, but very effective. I'm talking about uh, pinch collar with a quick release. Um, I like the Germans more, even though in Russia we still love Germans as much as Republicans love Democrats. But we admire their, you know, the only people who don't like it's Polish. No, we love Germans nowadays. But, you know, they're great engineers. So the thing is, um, I would use that collar and would make sure the, the, the collar is, uh, the leash is very loose. And the dog is around, the dog is a little bit ahead. I gotta turn around quickly and make that very distinctive, uh, kind of, um, um, I don't even call it snap because it's more like a bite with my left hand. That's how I view it. I mean, you have to watch the video, which is an anim, animalradio.com. When you go on animal radio, you see the videos and I showed it how I did it with Akita. So it's nothing even to talk about this. Now, 
not coming to you when she's somewhere around unless she has dog ADD or selective hearing or learning disabilities, which I know colleagues don't have it. So it's like this. It's like your child. You say, Belly, come over here. And the Belly says, forget your mother. You know, I don't hear you. I don't want to hear you in this situation. This can be resolved in the different way. You first need to go in not such a dis- distinct, uh, destructive uh, area and put maybe 10 15 feet a leash on her and work on that leash. After that, maybe you gotta buy um, from hardware store 30 foot clothesline, like clothesline which we're using for uh, drying the clothes, mm-hmm. and attach the end to her and uh, the the rest of the rope on the floor. You say her, Heidi, come, whatever her name is, and Heidi says, Forget your mother, and now you have to forget her. You gotta basically <laughs> stop on this rope and say, Come, because doggy mother says one time and after doggy mama bites and doggy mama doesn't go to the jail it's just in america you can hear if your mom says no please call one eight hungry blah 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 and turn her in if the doggy mother says no as the russian mother says no you can call whoever you want and canine culture do not have child protection agencies or or puppy psychologists and staff mama lick mama bite it's forgiven and forgotten by using this method, you can fix it too. And what you doc think about you? I think you doc think you are not the leader because I think Holly must have a leaders in their life. And by teaching her walk on the loose leash and watching you instead of you watching her, because this is like more like dating. The more attention you give to her, the less you will receive yourself. So <laughs> make her watch you, not you should watch her, especially her butt when she pulling you. And by making her come to you, you becoming the boss, she will not just love you, but also respecting you. Thank you for calling to Animal Radio. Thank you ever so much. We much appreciate it. It is toll free at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hello, Sherry. How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm good. Where are you calling from? Bend, Oregon. Beautiful, Beautiful Bend, Oregon. Oh, it's gorgeous. I have Doctor Debbie here. How can we help you? Well, I've got a nine-month-old Yorkshire Terrier who is in heat, and I have some questions. Okay. Well, go ahead. What do we got going on with that heat cycle? Okay. Well, it seems like it's been lasting forever, but um, she went through the stage where the other dogs wanted to be around her, but I didn't notice anything, and then her vulva started to swell, and she started to bleed very little bit. The bleeding has stopped. Her vulva is still swollen. Um, My curiosity is, will that go back down? It will, yes, but there's conditions to that. So go ahead. What's your other part of the question? The other question was, I have a a 20-pound little terrier mix that is male who locked up with her this morning. And and he's fixed. (laughs) And she... um, she didn't know what to make of all of it, and we could didn't know what to do, so we put them in the bathtub. <laughs> wow! We get them apart. So that's a crude awakening or a rude awakening, I should say. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Let's talk about this baby's heat cycle. So, how long has she actually been in heat? You said she bled for a couple days. Yeah, I would. My best guess is that she's probably been in heat a good sixteen or seventeen days. 
Okay. Well, the unpleasant news here, Sherry, is that dogs can be in heat for a long period of time. And we don't really get too worried up until about six weeks. Um, So this whole process of discharge and vaginal swelling, all of that kind of can span that time frame. And for some dogs, they may only have bleeding for as little as one day, but some dogs will bleed up to three weeks. And that vulvar swelling, the vaginal swelling that you're describing, that can last up until that six-week period of time after that first bleeding starts. So you got a long period of time. And there are some dogs that will have a little bit of residual swelling in the vaginal area afterwards. But um, it, it's very interesting to me that you said that you have a male that is neutered and they actually tied because usually that's a, a pretty much a hormone-driven thing on his part for that process and that physical connection to where they actually got stuck together. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. And they weren't moving. They were just staring at us like, what do we do next? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) He he must be an oversexed little fella if he's already had his little little bazonkers taken away from him and he's still doing the deed. And he's been after her for four or five days and we just, you know, kept shooing him and kept shooing him. Well, this morning we didn't get to him fast enough, so. Yeah. Well, and has he been recently neutered or is that something he's been, it's been done for? Or he's eight. Oh. Yeah. No, it's been a long time. (laughs) Okay. Well, very good. Now, and of course, I'm going to have to put my little advertisement in for your little girl is to get this gal spayed. Um, oh, because I know, but I want puppies. I know. I'm not listening. I'm not listening to that because I'm going to talk about her health benefits. And then there's a ton of Yorkie puppies, and I'll tell you that at my shelter, it breaks my heart. I can guarantee if I walk through today at our local shelters here in Las Vegas, I can find many purebred Yorkies sitting in the midst of those cages waiting for a home. So any pets that you add to the the pet population are going to displace those, and those are going to be euthanized because someone's going to want a puppy before they're going to want to take on a, a pet that needs a home that's already on this earth. So I would have to put my advertisement in for that, but also for her health and, and her well-being just to help prevent mammary cancers and a lot of these reproductive complications. So sorry, Sherry, I just had to put that in there, and I know Hal's behind me on this one. Well, yeah, but I didn't want to open my mouth at all on this because you're doing so well, just t- telling it like it is. And it is very, especially for the health of the the health of the animals, it has nothing to do with the reproduction and the population. A little bit to do with that, but mostly because their health, and you want that pet with you as long as you possibly can have that pet with you. But uh, I think Dr. Debbie said it just the way it is. I appreciate your call, Sherry. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I got to tell you that whole tie thing is could be a very amusing thing. Everybody looking at each other. What, what do we do next? And your suggestion really is just to have a cigarette, sit back, and enjoy it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they are. So you might as well just sit back and maybe not watch them, but turn on the TV. You know, distract and don't watch them. Beautiful. Animal Radio is brought to you by. New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. K9 Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and K9 Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. 
I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Authorities in Austria are hoping that a staring contest will make an upcoming air show safer. According to the UK's Orange News, soldiers have been ordered to stare at storks in order to keep them from interrupting Air Power 2011. It's an air show. The birds have been gathering around the airport, leading organizers to worry that they could fly into the engine of a plane. Well, air power officials have been trying to lure these storks away from the runway, but they weren't very successful. So, members of the military are now being brought in to stare at the birds with the hopes that it will cause them to leave the area. One local environmentalist says that while the plan may sound absolutely crazy, it does, storks actually become intimidated when they're stared at. Well, pets are said to be like their owners, and in fast-aging Japan, a generation of grain pooches and tabbies has sparked a boom in elderly care for your four-legged friends. Better pet food and vet services have allowed dogs and cats to live longer. It spawned an industry that ranges from animal diapers and walking aids to 24-hour emergency care and research into pet tissue engineering. The market's actually huge. Japanese keep about 22 million dogs and cats. According to the latest data from the Japan Pet Food Association, that outnumbers kids aged under 15 by about 30%. Well, Rover and Fluffy are unlikely to raise kids' risk of developing pet allergies. They've always said that dogs and cats would uh, cause them. What could happen is they would actually lower them, according to a new 18-year-long study. The results showed that for the most of childhood years, being exposed to a dog or cat had really little effect on later allergies. However, though, exposure lowered the risk for some kids if they were exposed to a pet during the first year of their life. A New York County is launching a registry for animal abusers, which could also help to identify potential violence against women and kids. The registry in Suffolk County is modeled after the sex offender registry to protect children. It's the result of a growing awareness that brutality against an animal is an indicator of possible family abuse, according to experts and studies. Animal abuse is not only the tip of the iceberg of family violence, but it's often the very first warning sign and the one a neighbor is most likely to call on, according to Phil Arco of the National Link Coalition. They educate people about the link between animal and human abuse. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. It's toll free. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Flotty, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims and groomer Joy Volani back after a one-week hiatus, 
hurt your uh, you have carpal tunnel and we'll talk about it in just a, a couple of minutes there a lot of people suffer from carpal tunnel don't you have a little problem with it Jane? yeah with my thumb on my hand along my wrist yeah I've got a little bit of it so it's, uh, it's a death sentence for a groomer so uh, hopefully it's something that we can cure pretty fast if there's anything I can do I'm saying prayers right now for you okay so yes yeah, oh prayers. now you say that Hal after what you did last week now you okay. is there anything you La- can lady. do no nope. you're nope. trying to make up nope Nope, let's not go there. Okay. Hey, you ever go to a movie, very end of the movie, you see that uh, little quote at the very end that says, no animals were harmed in the making? It's a little logo, isn't it, with the little A-H, lo- American A-H. Humane? Did you know that's a copyrighted or trademarked logo yeah. by the American Humane? Really? You and can't say those words or put them in writing. If, if you don't get their authorization and pay them for it, too. Watch that CD rack there, Judy. You're about I'm to knock that over. Away, yes. <laughs> we just moved into new studios. And things are a little tight here. But anyway, Stacy Tanner is joining us. Stacy, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thank you. Tell us what you do, who you are. Okay. Well, I'm a, a natural horse person, an equine professional. Um, I deal mostly with neglected and troubled animals and uh, rehabilitating them, getting them back to being okay with, with being around humans. You have a gripe with the American Humanes. I do. No animals were harmed. Trade. I do. Okay. It occurred to me about a year ago, um, as I said, I'm a natural horse person, and I don't use anything mechanical or invasive on my horses. And as such, I was not a fan of, of movies, horse movies in particular. Because they use things like uh, electronic stimulation? Um, I came to find out, yes. Uh, but what's more obvious is when you're watching a film um, that deals with horses, they have a variety of, of bits put in their mouths. And this is going to sound crazy, like, well, you have to have a bit to ride a horse. And no, that's, that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. My problem was looking at this, watching the animal's reaction. All you have to do is look at the horse's face and their eyes, and you know they're in pain. You know they don't understand what's going on. And where, where is the pain coming from? The pain is coming from uh, the mouth. This is a foreign body inserted into a very sensitive cavity. Okay. And, and uh, my colleague, Dr. Cook, states in one of his writings that, you know, if it is not handled with the finesse of a neurosurgeon, it becomes an instrument of pain and torture. And now doing this for a living, I see it every day, unfortunately. And so medically, uh, physiologically, there's pain being inflicted. And as I'm watching, like, clips of movies, I'm saying, well, these horses are getting hurt. There's, you really can't argue that. So how is it that... You get a tag on the end of your film that says, oh, no animals were harmed. I didn't understand. And that's when I started doing my research and getting into American Humane and um, their guidelines. And and what did you learn there? What I learned, well, I downloaded the entire, I think it's like 175 pages long. And in Chapter 8, they're uh, pages 75 to 104. That focuses on the safe handling of equines and hoofstock. Okay, and you're talking about the American Humane's guidelines that you downloaded, right? Yes, okay. that's correct. And um, there are numerous paragraphs, of, which I've cited in my report, that state that the use of sharp spurs, severe bits, and electronic stimuli are strictly prohibited. And these paragraphs were unique to the rest of this document because... They contained a special advisory in bold letters with an asterisk after it. And the sentence specifically states that in some areas, use of sharp spurs, severe bits, and electronic stimuli are prohibited. 
So I questioned, why would the guidelines say I can't use these things, then go on to say that in some areas I can't use these things? It was doublespeak, and it just it didn't set with me. I just wanted to lend credence to what you're saying from the animal's perspective, because I work with a lot of horses. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I find is just because somebody thinks it's normal or the way it's supposed to be doesn't mean it's the way it should be. And horses totally agree with you. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't agree more. Thank you. So what do you think the motivation is behind the American Humane? Well, all I can tell you is it's a strange thing. They are contracted and financed by the Screen Actors Guild. And the Hollywood machine runs on the love of money. You know, that's that's their business. That's what they do. Uh, now, I'm not implying that American Humane is, you know, evil and that, because great strides in awareness have been made. But when it comes to... Horses and equines, uh, mules, donkeys, what have you, they're falling really short. Um, in a conversation I had with one of their representatives, I asked her, um, you know, why the doublespeak? And her response was, it's written specifically vague so that the representative on set can make their own judgment. And I wondered, what qualifies a person to be in the film unit? What, you know, what's your horse experience? And she came so back you- with, uh, they're mostly racetrack folks and dressage people and people that have had horses. Do you think it's a lot of ignorance um, as well? Yeah, it's a lot of misunderstanding because, in my opinion, the horse is probably (laughs) the most misunderstood animal on the planet. And what we see in the movies, you know, we general public automatically equates to, oh, that's the way it should be done. That's the way it needs to be done. Obviously, it's a horse. Tell me what movies you've uh, seen this in. um, (laughs) Just about every movie with a horse, um, with the exception of Spirit, because that was animated. One was... Well, just just uh, recently, Robin Hood that received uh, an outstanding from American Humane, which is the only way it qualifies for that tag of no animals were harmed. Um, there are different and varying levels of of the degree of acceptable to them. There's monitored acceptable. Oh God, it takes a degree in in double speak to understand the. Guidelines. It sounds like there's a lot of loopholes. Have you yeah. have you reached out to the American Humane at all? I've tried, and uh, <laughs> they don't really want to talk to me. They, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they keep assuring me that, you know, everything, oh, no, we have the, be- the animal's best interest in mind, and we're there to protect them. I and mean, that, that's all they're saying to me. You know, and, and that's probably, again, this is Joy, that's probably true, mm-hmm. but there's, I think of all the animals that we relate to as, quote, pets, I think the horse people are like the last in the line to get on with what is really the humane bandwagon or you couldn't be more correct <laughs> they do, do you, so why do you many think dumb that is, though I'm, I'm looking at if i i don't know really anything i'm not a horse um person i grew up i grew up in the city i'm a dog and cat person but um we were my wife and i were just watching true grit and it's funny you should say that because we were saying it about the horses watching the movie saying you know what how do these horses i mean they look like 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 they can get hurt um you know just by by the falling and 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 just just the way i don't know just the way the movie progressed um it, we were a little taken back by watching it well, i think what happens is that you know maybe at one time they were equal in the way we treated the animals but more and more people have cats and dogs and have learned how to respect them and treat them over the ages but not everyone has horses so it's a little slower in the coming a little behind the curve there and horse people are definitely stubborn about their beliefs <laughs> is this true stacy uh, 100 <laughs> okay stacy do you have a website 
Um, I do. Uh, I have two, actually, if I could throw those out there. Please do. Um, The first one is for my business. It's purelynaturalhorsemanship.com. Okay. And uh, my other site is, ironically enough, entitled hollywoodhorses.org. Hollywoodhorses.org. And, of course, we'll put links to all the uh, websites you put on today's show over at AnimalRadio.com. Stacy, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. one 405 if you want to chime in now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Are you ready to do something about your high credit card debt? Tired of paying double-digit interest rates, late fees, over-limit fees? It's time to stop the madness. Get out of debt the safe and affordable way with Credit Card Relief. With Credit Card Relief, there are no upfront fees, no monthly maintenance fees, and no settlement fees. You don't pay anything until a debt is settled, all with a 90-day money-back guarantee. That's Credit Card Relief. Managed by local attorneys in-state with workout plans tailored to your debt situation. Get out of debt in months instead of years, all while saving thousands in future bank fees. Call the original credit card relief, where the consultation is free and the results are real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's credit card relief. 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's Hi, this is Iron Chef Kat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. You're listening to Animal Radio. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the dream team. Could be Doctor Debbie with your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, he's back. Yes. I told you he'd show up this week. Animal communicator Joey Turner, pet travel expert Susan Sims, and Vladdy, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. I believe we have a call right now for Joey, animal communicator extraordinaire. We have Susan. Susan. Hi, Susan. Good morning. How are you? Oh, just fine, thank you. Who are we going to talk to today? What animal? Uh, Her name is Minnie. She's a kitty that my grandkids, unfortunately, couldn't take with them when they left, and... uh, so we found her a new home, but uh, she's being a real brat because she won't get along with uh, her new little brother that they already, the folks already had, and they love her to pieces. But I don't want to have to find her another home. So I was hoping Joy could chat with her and uh, try and convince her that she really needs to get along with this guy so that she can keep her forever home. Okay, Susan, we could do that, and I can tell you, when you first started talking, she jumped into my head being so loud. It was amazing. And when you were talking about getting along with the other kitty, it's like, no, she does not want to. She wants her other family back again. So she's really not happy with what's going on. I, uh, 
they just can't they can't have her where she's at and they really can't afford to take care of her. They still love her, but they know she'll that she's loved just as much by the by her new mom and dad and I need to convince her of that. She says that we could argue about that way much more time than we have on air, but um she says why can't you keep her then? Because my because my Rosie, who's a Rottweiler, um won't tolerate it, and neither will my daughter's two little puppies. She didn't like them either. She gives me a really big sigh, and she knows we're on a time frame here. So she says to me, you tell them, meaning yourself and your daughter, that um, in her mind, you don't love her enough, and she'll do what she can to get along with this other cat. Oh, God. She's she's angry. Thank you. because she'll be a lot happier with them than she uh, than she would be with the, with all the dogs. She says, "Well, she's just angry, and she wants you to know it." So she well, says to tell you to go away now I'm, and not bother her anymore. Tell her I'm sorry that you know it broke my heart. You know, and Susan, this may be the kind of a thing you might want to carry on a longer conversation. So you might want to get in touch with me privately. Thanks. Okay, but she will try and and get along with this cat so that she can stay in her forever home? She says yes. Okay. But she's definitely got an edge on her. Yeah, I know. So if you do want to talk to her more, feel free to get in touch with me privately. And by the way, anyone can get in touch with Joy. Go on over to her website, which is joyturner.com. It has all the information over there. Did I get the website right? Is it joyturner.com? Absolutely. Okay, Susan, thank you for your call. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. I don't know, Joey. You don't look that tough with a brace. Yeah, step over here and say that. Yeah, Hal. That's Should we get hit with a mic? I'm just going to stay over here. I'm going to be, you know, I have this little line, I don't cross it. The ladies do. They're all hugging you and rubbing all over you and everything, but uh, you have carpal yeah. tunnel, and that's why you weren't here last week. Yeah, I, I, you know, but I didn't know that last week. I mean, I was in the um, emergency, um, in the emergency room a week ago today. What did wow. you think was going on? Yeah. I have to be honest with you. I didn't know because I I know I didn't do anything to my hand. But if if you would have if you would have said to me that uh, my my wrist was broken, I would have said yeah, absolutely, positively, and it wasn't that at all. Did you have a fall or anything that tripped it off or what? no? Nothing, nothing at all, nothing at all. Um, and um, you know that that was a strange thing. And and it came on. It it, it was it was gradual. Then. Bang! I mean, wow. it was every bit of pain you ever wanted. It's years and years of uh, grooming, I assume. 
Well, you know what? That's what they that's what they tell me, and and a lot of groomers get this because of the scissoring that that you do, and and you know I'm I'm right-handed, so I predominantly you know use my right hand, even though I can scissor both lefty and righty, and um, <laughs> that's good. It's you got that yeah, going. It's, you for know you? what? I there you go. See, <laughs> I mean, gotta keep gotta keep something going there. But um, yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. You know, the brace will the brace will be on for a little bit, and then we'll be back in action. Well, I think the, the lady should uh, dress up your brace a little bit with some embroidery or something like that. And put some stickers. Dress it up, ladies. Dress it up. <laughs> Joey, there's a book called Pain Free you might want to read. It talks about how to get wrist movements back and stuff to do so that kind of thing doesn't happen. It's called Pain Free? Pain Free. And I don't know how he actually says his name, but it's spelled Ego Skew. Perfect. I, you know, I'll go to Barnes and Nobles um, after we get done here today because, yeah, it says, I'll tell you what, this uh, made me a little bit nervous. A little Thank bit. You. Thank should, you. You should be a lot nervous. It is your your career. It is my career. You're right. You're right. And I, I've seen groomers with their hands just basically locked up in mid- midstream with a scissor. No exaggeration where can't can't close your hand anymore. Do you have a tip this week? I do have a tip this okay, week. Okay, it's brought to you by Senior Pet Products. And if you haven't checked out their brand new website, they've streamlined their list of available products. Uh, ordering is a breeze. And of course, you get that 25% off by putting save25 in the promo code box. And I called them over at, uh, Senior Pet Products this week. I said, Hey, listen, Senior Pet Products, what's the deal? I could get all kinds of things here that are for the young dog, cat. For instance, uh, they had, uh, advantage. Flea and tick season right now. All dogs of all, all ages need that. Need that. Mm-hmm. Now, how would you like to save twenty five percent on that? Because wow. that's kind of expensive stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's save twenty five percent on your flea and tick medication. You know, yeah, they did this new website thing, and my wife goes on it all the time. Uh, so when we had the old website, you know, we we thought that we were that we were kind of done there. Now we got this new website, and she's going through, and she's finding <laughs> things easier. So we're spending a lot more money here. But so, you're getting twenty five percent off. Yeah, at least we're saving 25%. Okay, put save 25 in the promo code box right next to the Animal Radio logo on the top of SeniorPetProducts.com. Check it out. Anything you need for your pet, SeniorPetProducts.com. And they bring us Joey Volani and our tip of the week. I was, you know, I had some time on my hands this week. Sure, well, so to speak. Because, you know what, when you move in, we moved here a little over a year ago now, and um, we still haven't unpacked, you know, all, all the boxes and everything. So uh-huh. I said, this is a good time. Let me start unpacking. So I found some of my old, um, you know, grooming, um, I guess, recipes and whatnot. And I found one that's really old but works unbelievable, and it's marigold. Um, oil now, really? marigold oil is a natural. Um, not a, I'm not a pesticide where it's going to repel fleas and ticks, but it's going to repel um, flies and um, mosquitoes, which um, is also um, r- really handy, especially if you like going out jogging with your dog at night, and um, especially on the East Coast. And um, also, <laughs> will give a nice shine and a good smell to your dog, and. Um, a lot of times what would happen in New Jersey was the fleas were actually, I mean fleas, the um, mosquitoes were smart. What they would do is we'd send the dog out, and the dog would come back in, and you'd see them fly off of the dog. So they would go on the dog to get into the house, I believe, wow. and then they would come off the dog, and then you'd be getting bit all night. Oh, really? Well, don't forget, mosquitoes um, also, uh, you know, they, that's how your dog um, can, can get heartworms as well if they're not... Um, um, you know, vaccinated for it. They also have that so, West Nile virus. Yeah. 
the marigold spray, they don't like the smell of it, so they'll stay away. And basically what you do is, is and you can go to any health food store and buy a, a um, small little, um, I think it's like four ounces of marigold, and it's like $12. And what you want to do is you want to dilute that down with water by 80%, okay? So it's 80% water, 20% marigold spray. And then what I do is, is I'll add maybe a, a um, teaspoon of of good type of alcohol, not rubbing alcohol, like like a um, like a, like a vodka, and you put that in, shake it up. Now, what that what, what that you see, Bonnie, well, what Bonnie does, just it, perked up. It keeps it, Bonnie. You can't drink this because it might be toxic for all I know. What it does is it it separates the oil out, so the oil will will disperse into, into the water, um, and um, you 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 won't have to worry about it separating as 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 easily. Spray it down on your dog, brush it through. Your dog smells good, leaves a little bit of a shine, and you can go out there, and um, your dog isn't gonna get um you know isn't gonna get mosquitoes or flies. On matter of fact, um, they also um use this on horses as well, from what I've been told. Um, I sprayed it on myself last night when I took the dogs. I don't, don't get me wrong. I wasn't jogging by all means. But um, I sprayed myself down, and you know what? It worked pretty well. Is it fragrant at all? Does it smell like... It's very fragrant. It smells really, really fresh. Um, it smells like marigold flowers. Well, I know I use marigolds around my garden to keep the bugs away, so I guess I didn't know there was an oil, so I guess that would work. That's a great tip, and of course, all these tips over at the website at animalradio.com. Charlie Volani brought to us Spy Senior Pet Products. That's all we have time for today. Remember, everything you've heard on today, everything at AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, you can get in touch with us all week long at 1-866-405-8405 or email us at yourvoice at AnimalRadio.com. Bye. Have a great week. This is Animal Radio Network.